This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm also Emily. And um, I mean, like, the biggest sports thing just happened this week, so there's no, like, (laughs) skirting around it and being like, Oh, like what? No, we all know what it was. Those of us who are fans of sports, those of us who are not fans of sports. And I've seen enough memes today um, about like how people are excited. They were excited that the game or the series ended this weekend um, so that the bachelorette could come on tonight. (laughs) So we're recording on Tuesday before the bachelorette begins. And so we, of course, are talking about the NBA finals. Yes. Um, some will say that LeBron knew this was Claire's last chance to find love and, uh, he just had to get it done. So the season could air on time. So, um, thank you to the Lakers, I guess, for that. (laughs) Um, yeah. So the Lakers beat the heat in the finals would end up being four, two. Yep. Four, two. Okay. So obviously we had hoped for more games, but I'm glad it was 4-2 and not 4-1. So, um, but yeah, uh, NBA season likely done until, I don't know, probably January. We'll see what, how things shake out, but I think that's what they're kind of talking about. Um, So hopefully we can get our college basketball fix here in about a month. That's the hope and dream. When I was watching (laughs) on Friday, Friday night's game, I'm like, Oh man, like we're gonna have to wait a couple weeks before there's college basketball and then the NBA. We don't even know when the NBA is coming back for sure. So, um, I don't yeah, know. I'm lost. <laughs> there's like been some stuff floated out there, but I think it's kind of still up in the air. Um, I'm sure it'll depend on where the health crisis is at and yeah. that sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, NBA, um, congrats to Lakers. Sorry to any Heat fans. I don't think we have any Heat fans that are listeners, but <laughs> I could be wrong. Um, we'll go right into college football next because that's going to be a hefty chunk of this week's episode. There's just a lot to discuss. Um, so this past weekend, we'll talk about this last week's games first. Um, Number 21, Texas A&M beat number four, Florida. Um, they edged them out 41 to 38. That was a very fun game. It's a shocking surprise. Um, <laughs> I regularly am like, is A&M that good? Well, now I'm like, is Florida that good? Because I'm not convinced that A&M is at their prime form yet. So I'm like, are they, I'm like how good are they? Like, they're good, but are they that good? Mm-hmm. I'm still skeptical, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. But um, regardless, a fun game to watch. 
Um, and then Missouri beat LSU. Shock to us all. Which is just weird. <laughs> like, Missouri, who are you? Yeah. Really, I guess it's like um, LSU, what's happening there after last yeah, season. Yeah, I think, I guess that's <laughs> that's more so the question. But, um, and then did you watch the Iowa State game? I watched the beginning of the Iowa State game and I watching them I'm like oh Iowa State looks pretty okay and I think they'll do pretty well also Iowa State seems to do very well in October and they're not letting their month <laughs> it's their month it's for October it's uh they're not letting the pandemic influence the fact that October is their month they they show up they do well I mean like last week what a week and then this week a good win they'll have a bye this coming week so Iowa State fans can rest their livers after a fairly disappointing start, but then some other, some really solid wins. So it was fun. It's good. And I, I look forward to watching more Iowa State football. I'm, I remain a bandwagon fan. There you go. <laughs> um, did you watch TSU and Kansas State? I, I did watch a little bit of TCU and K-State. And I, you know, the Big 12 is, it's playing itself, I think. <laughs> Um, TCU losing to taking the place of the Pac-12 yeah well someone has to act as the Pac-12 while the Pac-12 is not happening and like I think the Big 12 is kind of doing it and I'm I'm here for it I'm here for this chaos it's really weird and then like Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're gonna see a lot of Baylor games because their game also just got postponed for this week um so so yeah it's like it's the Pac-12 they they're the Pac-12 sub and um yeah so tcu beat texas and then loses to k-state so like maybe k-state's really good (laughs) maybe they are maybe k-state's having a year and i'm like you know what again i live for the chaos yeah um what else do we have oklahoma this was a very long game yeah um four overtimes um oklahoma beat number 22 texas so Oklahoma bounces back. I'm sure their fans are happy. Their fans are definitely happy. Um, and Texas, Texas fans are sad. Texas fans are having a rough go. Um, poor Sam Ellinger. And I don't, I don't love, as much as I like to talk trash about teams and players and whatever, um, I think that people regularly forget that like college football players, college athletes in general are children. Yeah. Like their brains aren't even fully developed. So then when like any major media platform absolutely roasts, not the program, not the coach, not like the team, not like the school, individual. individual players, like that's a bad look. That's an ugly look because like they're just kids. I would, Oh my gosh. I can't even. I so. Think- I feel like they like people forget how young they are and like what time of their life they're in because there's so much at stake and like so much money in college football. Yeah, it's like oh they've got to be adults. It's like no. (laughs) Yeah, and and they definitely are. And so football fans, like, keep this in mind when you're watching and you're, you know, I'm sure plenty of folks get unhappy with the other team's players or whatever but like at the end of the day they are people and they are kids so tough look for texas tough tough game um and it went on five ever 
<laughs> yeah. Um, very long. Um, another kind of surprise from the week. Auburn, they're in 13th, only beat Arkansas by two points. That is kind of surprising. And it's <laughs> another one of those, like, is Auburn really good? It's hard to even, like, guess, I think, this season, just because it's so weird. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe Arkansas was having a really good day and Auburn was still kind of shaken by Georgia. Yeah, I don't know. It's like... Like you said, it is just kind of a weird year, um, but I just don't really know what to think. Like, is it indicative of anything? I didn't actually watch the game, so I don't know. Like, you know how some games the score is pretty close, but then if you're actually watching it, like, it really wasn't close? Yes. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, maybe this was one of those games. I don't know. Like, maybe Auburn was dominating, like, most of the game, and then Arkansas just kind of crept in there. Who knows? But just an interesting footnote on the week. Um, So switching gears to this coming week, we have a big SEC matchup. Yeah. Georgia at Alabama. Georgia's ranked number three. Alabama's ranked number two. Um, This might be the best college football game this weekend. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I like looking at the schedule as we know, it's not exactly stacked these days. Uh, And a lot of teams in the big 12 have buys or cannot play um, due to COVID testing. So this Georgia Alabama game could be like the one and it's an evening game. So like you love to see it. You, You don't have to schedule around a weird hour to watch like probably the best game. So, um, Excited to watch that. I'm feeling good about Georgia for this game. Okay. Yeah, I think I think so too. Like, I think they have something to prove. And they're gonna show up. It should be fun. I don't know. We'll we'll see and we'll reconvene next week. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Georgia's about to get aired out. I hope not. That would be <laughs> terrible. Yeah, hopefully not. We like to see close games. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we want to see a game that is, like, pretty fair, not mm-hmm. blowouts. Those aren't really fun. And, like, even when your team is winning, it's not really fun because it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm yeah. done here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not, like, engaged with the game yeah. Yeah. as much when it's a blowout. Very rarely, I would say. Um, so bringing us to the NFL – Speaking yeah. of close games. Yes. Um, the Seahawks and Vikings played on Sunday Night Football. I believe the Vikings have won one game this year. Um, tough one. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it was just the first half of that game was so brutal and painful to watch. Um, the Seahawks did not score a single point. And um, then in the second half, um, we scored, I think, I can't remember how many points it was, but – three scores in like a minute and 40 seconds. Like it was just so bizarre. Um, But then the Vikings like, you know, make a comeback and literally on the last play of the game. um, Well, it wasn't technically the last play of the game, but it was like fourth down. Like this is it. Um, Russell Wilson got a very clutch touchdown and um, then there was like five seconds or something 
some eh, maybe it was longer than that there was a very small amount of time left on the clock for the vikings to then score and they didn't so the seahawks ended up winning the game in true seattle fashion um it can never be easy it's got to be stressful um but it is fun and that was uh just kind of a nice little way to end the sunday evening um and stress brings me yes it was stressful it was a lot to come down from um yeah. at the like you know i'm like uh, the game got over like nine or nine thirty, and i'm like okay i should start unwinding and then I'm, i was just like amped <laughs> but this brings me to my hot take so i think the seahawks are going to go you know whoa I don't know what's going to happen after that, but this is my hot take. So they have the Cardinals. Um, they have a bye week this weekend. Um, and then they play the Cardinals, um, like, in a Sunday day game. Okay. Cardinals are 3-2. and two. Like, they're not slouches by any means, but I think the Seahawks can beat them. Um, and then the week after that, another afternoon Sunday game against the 49ers, who are currently 2-3. and three. The big test of this and O prediction comes uh, on November eighth against the Buffalo Bills, who they, are currently four and O. They might uh, they might drop their game tonight. They're losing to the Titans. Yes, I didn't see that. But still, I think that like the Bills could potentially beat the Seahawks. So um, my hot take is that the Seahawks are going to be eight and O on November eighth. Um. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but I'm feeling uh, feeling good about things right now. I love that optimism. I hope we are speaking it <laughs> into existence because I would love to see, you know, your team do well. And maybe by then the bu- the Bills will also be in good shape and hadn't, haven't dropped a game. Knock on wood. Hopefully they don't drop this game tonight. <laughs> well, are the Titans undefeated too? Yeah, they're 3-0. Yeah. Okay, um, three and oh. All right, well. And it's so weird to have a Tuesday night NFL game. I would like to just like throw that out there. This is so strange. It adds to the weirdness of the year that we have football on a Tuesday night. Yeah, everything's just a free-for-all. <laughs> yeah. Um speaking of a free-for-all, the Dolphins um scored 43 points against the 49ers. Not something I would have expected. No, I'm bamboozled. I <laughs> just that's a lot of touchdowns yeah like that I feel like that's the number of touchdowns the Dolphins get in a season not a game (laughs) yeah it's just that's very high scoring I I just don't know what to think of that um maybe they're gonna come out and shock us and they're gonna do super well like I would I wouldn't be opposed to it's like seeing the Browns who are four and one it's like oh you're starting off pretty strong like good for you Mm mm-hmm yeah, I don't, I don't know. Let's see. They scored, this is a regular season. There were games. They've scored 11, 28, 13, 23. Oh, yeah. And the, or, well, never mind. They've scored, they've scored a decent amount of points. It would help if I looked at the correct opponent on this. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, just something worth noting. Um, should we move into random sports? Yes, so some random sports. So Jimmy Butler, um, when he was in the bubble, was selling coffee for ten dollars or twenty dollars a cup. 
Mm-hmm. but then that's not like the weird thing like that's kind of funny that he like <laughs> he did that he brought up french press with him and um you know it was like oh yeah also copied people but he filed for a trademark to sell it like i mean as he should it was a huge hit on social media yeah like big face coffee could be it and it was like no cash no or cash only and no ious and then and no yeah, no change, I think, was also another thing. <laughs> so if you give them a 50s, keep $30 extra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was it was very funny. And then like someone also started Little Face Coffee Shop for five dollars a cup. <laughs> I think that he could like if he actually opened up coffee shops that they would like do well. Oh yeah. They would like because people would just want to go there to like get the logo on the cup and put it on their social media and whatever and I think it could be a success but I he cannot charge $20 a cup absolutely not <laughs> you, no, no. I, I would hope it would be like the coffee would have like some bubble themed options like kind of jokes poking fun at like it's starting in the bubble I don't I don't know I'm like, yeah like the, around, but Dorian or something like names of hotels they stayed like the, yeah. there was the resort or I don't know different things but um yeah that would be fun also he was charging $20 a cup for French press coffee like he didn't even have like latte options um I mean like so on the on his little sign the so board, like yes. the, whiteboard. Yeah, the whiteboard um that so there were lattes there were mm-hmm. Americanos, mochas, pour over, espresso, macchiato, cappuccino, red eye, cafe au lait. Um, as someone who has a French press, let me tell you what I can make of the things. I was just saying, can you make those things with a French no. press? Because I don't. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, some of them, okay, like a mocha, you add the chocolate and milk and milk. Okay, but yeah, I you can't do all that with the French press, right? Yeah, you definitely cannot do all that with a French press. You can try, but you will, might not <laughs> succeed. Like, how are you going to make... So a red eye is black coffee and a shot of espresso. Like, you're You not can't gonna... make espresso with a French press. No! <laughs> yeah. So I guess by that definition, a latte is also out of the question. Yeah, an Americano and a macchiato and a cappuccino. Like, so many things are out, but, like, it's still so funny. Like, it's super ridiculous but it like it's fun and and, like obviously in this situation we take fun where we can get it right Mm -hmm, for sure oof so that's that's random sports and then also uh we have our mlb update only four teams remain they're in the league championship series right now we have the rays astros braves and dodgers we have no attachment to any of these so Go sports. I would say go Rays and go Braves. Okay. All right. I Out of those options. I mean, I, yeah, I support that. It's not like I'm going to try to root for the Astros. Um, and I feel like I like people from Atlanta. So the Braves, yeah. Yeah, like Dodgers fans are super annoying. I, like, I feel like that's just a universal thing that people think. Um, and then the Astros with their... Uh, scandal like people yeah. don't want them to win this so um currently Tampa Bay is up 2-0 against Astros and um 
The Braves are up 1-0 against the Dodgers. Let's and go. they are currently up 6-0 against the Dodgers in the top of the six in game two. So um, a good start for the teams that I am rooting for, I will say. Hopefully it continues that way. I don't know. Like Braves and Rays would be a fun, like, just kind of, I mean, those aren't teams that you've, like, heard about being in the World Series. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That would like in our have they been in our lifetime? I don't I mean, I'm not a baseball person, but that doesn't ring a bell. Not in recent history. So and they're yeah. like I don't think I know anyone who's a Rays fan. And the only reason <laughs> I know people who well, like, yeah, I just don't. And then people who are Braves yeah, fans, it's just like random people that I've met from Georgia. From Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Or Georgia. Yeah. So I'm just like oh I don't know much about the Braves like there was a a graphic designer at um the University of Wyoming who was a Braves fan but the A kind of looks like the Alabama A Mm. and he's like no it's a little it's like slightly different but like he was also from Alabama so I'd be like oh yeah roll tide and he's like no (laughs) (laughs) it was you know one of those people from Alabama who's not into Auburn or Alabama it's like ooh, good on you that's brave um, <laughs> but very nice <laughs> was a Braves fan so I always think about that and yeah never I've not met anyone from Atlanta or Georgia that I'm like oh like everyone's so friendly mm-hmm. um what's your game of the week my game of the week is going a little bit out of what it has been lately in terms of basketball because RIP there is no basketball left um, the Orlando Pride plays North Carolina Courage for in its women's soccer. It'll be on Saturday afternoon. And I mean, Orlando's not doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, and North Carolina's not doing great. But <laughs> uh, so like right now, the Portland Thorns are the top of the league with the Houston yeah. Dash just behind them. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's like a good change of pace and get getting back into soccer because like soccer is going on and around the world, it's what matters more than all these other things. So like, I don't know. It's, it's good. to It's fun. And yeah. So what is your game of the week? Uh, my game of the week is uh, Packers and Bucks, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Just a classic matchup. <laughs> Um, I believe the Packers are still undefeated. Let me confirm or deny this information. We don't want to lie to the listeners. We do not want to do that. No. Um, they are, yes. So yes. the Packers are four and oh, Bucks are three and two at this point. Um, Green Bay is favored by one and a half points. So that's a Sunday afternoon matchup. Um, but I don't know, just two quarterbacks going at it. You'll have to see it. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Two really good, really good quarterback. Just two guys out there having fun with their teams. Yeah, just playing loose. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if they'll play loose, but um, yeah. So that's my game of the week. Um, so I already said my hot take: the Seahawks are going to be a you know speaking that into existence. Um, do you have one for us this week? I do. So as we get ready, because like I've already seen. Christmas decorations at Lowe's so I know it's coming I know it's coming soon um (sighs) yes I'm not ready I I can't even like process that Halloween is in two weeks 
Like yeah. my brain refuses to accept this. It's like, no, we're still in August. We're not. Um, that has not the the time of the year kind of has something to do with my hot take. My hot take, um, it relates to coffee beverages and it's the eggnog latte that people like to have eggnog, which yuck. And then people order eggnog lattes and I'm like, yuck. Disgusting. So that's just too much. No way. I'm out. Yeet that. They Why are- do we keep bringing it back? <laughs> Yeet that. They are pretty popular. I know. And then people like put whipped cream time- on them. Oh God, it's so unsure. A lot of times they'll be like out of eggnog lattes. Yeah. Like that's fairly common if you go through a Starbucks drive through like once they do their, not pumpkin spice, but like once they do their holiday um, drinks. Yeah. They, so. uh, it's, I don't, I don't understand it. Drinking eggnog to begin with, it's like drinking sludge. No, thank you. It's so thick. And then to be like, yeah, I'm going to drink a whole cup of the, like 16 ounces of this and put some whipped cream on it with espresso. And I'm like, ooh, my arteries just went like, oh. Just wreck your stomach lining. So much cream, so much sugar. Yeah. Oof. Um, And and caffeine. (laughs) No. It's a a bad time. It's a hurricane in your belly. You have it's a different kind of hurricane season. That's for real. Like, I mean, I guess you have to have different hurricane seasons for the different time of year. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what is your wine pick for the week? Um, so I ran out of wine, and I'm going out of town soon. So I didn't really want to restock. I was like. I'll just make do with whatever I have laying around the house, I guess, I for that. the week. Um, so I ha- I have some white claws and then um, which are great for watching football. Um, and then I forgot I had some Malibu from this summer. So for the Bachelorette this evening, I am going to have a pina colada. I just happen to have pineapple juice and. Um, well, it's going to be a modified pina colada, I guess, because I have pineapple and cranberry juice, um, which are really good with Malibu. So probably going to do a blended one of those. Ooh. Ooh. That seems like so, very – that's a good pick for watching The Bachelorette, I feel. It's like a last-ditch summer thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like that. Um, and it's kind of like a dessert in a glass, too, I feel like, so – yeah, because like the coconut we'll makes it nice and creamy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, what about you? What wine are you having this week? I will also be out of town this week, but I picked up a wine to go on this trip um, because I'll be sitting next to water and it'll be kind of cold. So I got a red wine because it's Very winter nice. almost. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be 70 degrees. That's not winter, but for us, it is. Um and I picked up the soft red blend of Menage a Trois because it's okay. like, it feels like a good ease into the red winter. Yeah, of the, it's a good red. It's a good red blend and like anything that's too much, I get a pretty bad headache and that one I do not. Well, there you go. It sounds like a great pick for you then. Oh yes, it'll be great. I'll be in a flannel. God, I mean, it, yeah, it's nice. going to be super basic i'm living for this <laughs> <laughs> um 
Do you have any plugs this week? Sure do. As per usual, I'm going to tell you to listen to Tailgate Society content tailgate society content um first i'm going to tell you something that we've been telling you for a hot minute and it's just like go out and vote um early voting has started in some places um and mail-in voting has so do it just do it records have already been set like starting with early voting this year which is so cool so go be part of that um all right so listen to (laughs) tailgate society podcast bitter units matinee baseball culture check and old man strength we're all fun people. We all talk about pretty fun things. So come listen. And then um, for content, Women of the Tailgate Society, we continue to put those out every Tuesday. And then sigh the numbers um, for our Iowa State fans. I know that not everyone who listens to this is an Iowa State fan, but those of you who are listening, it's for you. (laughs) And those are my personal plugs. What do you have? Um, just a quick rate, review, subscribe, um, wherever yes. you listen to your podcast. Super easy. To just click that five star thing. If you don't feel like rating a couple sentences, um, we appreciate it. Um, but that's all I got. Let's all finish right. it off with, um, bigger than sports. Yes. Do you want to talk about the first bigger than sports? Because today we have two. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go with the first, the one that's listed second. Perfect. First. <laughs> so, um, Russell Wilson typically does weekly visits to Seattle Children's Hospital, um, with his wife to visit with patients there. Um, it's just a really nice thing. I mean, to do that every week when you're in market, um, for your, your sports season is like pretty impressive. Um, and he has continued this tradition this year remotely, uh, via zoom, which is really nice to see, um, you know, adapting to the COVID circumstances. Um, just, I'm sure that's like just a nice little spark of joy for these kids. Um, just really good to see people taking time out of their super busy week to do stuff like that. So you love to see it. <laughs> he's and then, it work. yeah, for sure. Um, he's probably pretty tech savvy, I would guess. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you want to talk about Avery Bradley? Yes, I would love to. So Avery Bradley of the Los Angeles Lakers um, donated like $30,000 um, in supplies more than that to help, um, players in the WNBA bubble. Um, because this may come as a shock to many of you. Um, they were not in as nice of a situation as the NBA. Um, and there were some items that, you know, were lacking. So this donation kind of helped support a lot of these working mothers, um, and make the experience like off the court a little bit better so things like play like play pens and like art and like art supplies and coloring sets and paint sets games um gaming consoles outdoor stuff like basically things to make it where if you're stuck in a bubble essentially for a couple months like as a kid you won't be bored out of your mind while your mom is like <laughs> putting in all this work and like yeah not to get on the soapbox too much about how like the WNBA players are like not compensated as well as the NBA players. Like, so it contributes to it. So um, 
Yeah. They, he donated, made a pretty big donation where it's like, it's more impactful than just being like, oh yes, let me give you something that you don't need. Like it's very practical considering a lot of these women are moms and like a practical need is like something to entertain their children. Yeah. It's like a pretty well thought out kind yeah. of contribution. So. Yeah. Very so, nice. Yes. it It's so great. Um, and it's cool to see like cross league support like mm-hmm. that. Um, just, it really says, and like, I think that the NBA players, have been very vocal about how they support the WNBA and those players. And, um, the, it just like, it's good. It's a good start. And hopefully like others see that and they're like, yes, I should also support the WNBA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They've definitely uh, done a good job of showing their support. It's good. Good, bigger than sports moments, good sports moments throughout the week. And We'll be slowing down on basketball for a month or two. Yeah. Hopefully it picks back up soon. Oh yeah. It'll be good. But that's all I've got this week. I think that's good. Everyone enjoy um, the rest of your week and weekend. Yep. Thank you for listening. Emily and Emily sports and courts.